Are there aspects to your day that you feel as if you're just, well, checking the box? Do you ever strive to reach out of your comfort zone, become uncomfortable, and level up? Privileged to be your host, this is Jason Wabek. Now, let's uncheck the box. A fabulous day to everybody out there. Once again, my name is Jason Wabick, the host of the Uncheck the Box podcast, where today we're bringing another great topic that'll help us in our journey, in our quest to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. And today, we are talking about procrastination. You know, I want to know more about this and ways that we can battle this, because I don't think there's anybody listening to this podcast today that could ever say that they haven't procrastinated at one point or another. And it's something that we face as the days go on. It's just inevitable. But there are some people that are able to deal with that a little bit more effectively than others. So the purpose of today is to break down a ways of acknowledging that we are procrastinating and then B, some tactics that we can use to combat it. You know, the more that we expect to succeed, the less we will procrastinate. And if we procrastinate long enough, we will become demotivated and will ultimately affect our work in the adverse way. So let's set the stage here. When I was doing some research, I was um, actually drawn to this gentleman. His name is Piers Steele, and he's a leader on the science of motivation. And he broke this down in a mathematical equation. And so I know I'm over the, the mic here, and so I'm going to ask you to visualize with me, okay? And maybe have a pen handy. And, and this equation read like this. It said, motivation equals, and then next to it was a fraction with a numerator and a denominator. The numerator read expectancy times value, and then the denominator read impulsiveness times delay. The whole principle was to have a higher numerator than denominator. Once again, motivation equals expectancy times value over impulsiveness times delay. So let's give some definition to the numerator and the denominator. So in the numerator, it said expectancy, okay? Expectancy is how much you expect to succeed and getting the planned reward times the value, which is how much you enjoy doing the task and how much you will enjoy the reward. The more you're expecting to be successful, the less you'll procrastinate. So we want, obviously, both of those to be up. Not as easy, but that's the goal because we've got the things on the bottom that really fight us. So impulsiveness, this is a killer today, okay? This is our tendency to get distracted by other things. We're going to talk about that, but our distractions are off the charts with all the different ways that we get thrown off our pedestal. So that definitely is a detraction. And then also delay, the time lapse before reaching the anticipated reward, okay? 
And the longer the delay, the more you will procrastinate. So a lot of times there's, there's timetables set, and the longer that time is, it works against us because there isn't an initial need to take action. So again, all of this comes down to motivation. Motivation being your willingness to do the work, and it's the direct opposite of procrastination. So motivation is the goal here, and if we don't have that motivation, if the, the denominator portion is winning and is greater than the numerator, we have what's called procrastination. So what are ways that we can combat that? Let's start with step number one. We have to simply first and foremost define and diagnose, I guess, are we procrastinating or are we just being lazy? Now, there is a difference. That's why it's step number one. We have to make that decision ourselves. So procrastination is an active process. You are doing other things instead of the thing you should be doing. So it's not that you're just kind of sitting back because laziness is just your unwillingness to act. That's not what this is. We're doing stuff. We're just avoiding the thing we should be doing. Procrastination involves ignoring the unpleasant but likely important task in exchange for the one that is easier and more enjoyable. So it's that simple. So determine, in fact, are you procrastinating? Okay? And then we act accordingly. Now understand, it might be poor organization as well. Again, may not be procrastination, but just maybe poor organization. But if you find yourself putting something off indefinitely, that's an issue. Then step number two. Then we have to define our why. Why are we procrastinating? We spoke last week about our core purpose, right? So we have to dig down deep here and say, okay, we have come to the conclusion we're procrastinating. So we know that. Then, then why are we? Because at the core, I believe this. So this is fully in line with, I should be doing this. If what you should be doing is in line with your core purpose, then you're just uncomfortable. Then you have your answer, right? We've said it a couple times. It's about throwing ourselves into the uncomfortable. That's how we grow and we learn. Yes, we potentially fail. Again, is it poor organization or poor execution? Okay, you have to ask that question in the why. Too much time on low priority tasks will be, will be a, a sign right there. And again, is it fear of failure that's holding us back? Get to that why. Get to the core purpose of why we're putting this aside. And then the third part of combating it is putting a plan in place. So let's break this down because this is not easily defined. How do we put a plan in place? First and foremost, we can focus on doing and not avoiding. Okay? It just comes down to doing it, my friends. There's no easy way about it. It's pretty black and white. It's cut and dry. Okay? We can't give up. It takes a while to build a habit, but once we do, it becomes comfortable. What we just simply have to do it. And we have to ask ourselves this question. What can happen if we don't do this task? 
Because the opposite of reward, we talked about the reward already, the opposite of reward is consequence. So instead of receiving that award, you might be in a situation where you have to pay a price. So again, that rhetorical question that I challenge sales consultants every single day to ask themselves, what can happen if you don't do that thing that you know you should be doing? Back to planning, it comes down to priority management, okay? And it's different than time management, but time management's super important, but equally important is priority management. So we fill our time with poor priorities. You know, in some cases we have good time management, but we just fill that time with poor priorities. And it becomes very difficult. So what we should do is put separately of the way that you manage your time, put separately together a priority list. Then you take your timeline. You know, I do mine on a weekly basis and every single night I plan the next day, okay? But I have a list of priorities that I make sure get on that timeline. So then this way I know I'm taking care of the most important things, the most important things first and then I've got that trickle down. My friends, if you find yourself putting the lower priority stuff first, then maybe, just maybe, you're procrastinating on something that you know you should be doing. There's something that I, I found years ago, and it's on the internet. I guess it was made in the 80s. And it's a very simple technique when it comes to time management. And it is called the Pomodoro Technique. Had a little red tomato, I guess, a t tomato timer. Um, but basically, the principle goes like this. One Pomodoro is a 30-minute window. So take a task, especially if it's something that you don't enjoy doing, then you'll know you're focusing on it for 30 minutes. That's it. And 25 of those minutes are going to be spent doing the activity. The other five minutes is a stop, take a break, assess the situation. So if you got a voicemail in that 25-minute period, okay, it went to voicemail. If you got an email, it was, email was shut off, notifications were turned off, or cell phone was turned off, and in the bottom drawer of your desk, every distraction was shut down for only 25 minutes, my friends. And then after the 25 minutes of doing that activity... You take a break, check your voicemails, check your text messages. If there's something you have to address, go ahead and address it. If you want to do another Pomodoro, it's another 25 minutes with a five-minute reassessment. So two Pomodoros is 50 minutes of an activity with 10 minutes reassessing. My friends, it works. And the reason it works, at least for me, I have found, is that 25 minutes is doable. If you look at the whole timeline of a day, okay, one Pomodoro, 25 minutes. And then you challenge yourself if it takes a little bit more time. Okay, do another Pomodoro, okay? Another 25 minutes. You're breaking it up into small little chunks versus taking this big mountain and you feel like you have to conquer it in one climb. Break it up into little sections with little breaks in between. Reassess the situation and you'll find you'll go a little bit further. Some other actions that can help us in the execution process. Remember, we're in planning here, right? So how are we going to execute? 
Another thing that could help is changing the environment. You know, simply removing yourself from a busy office space where there could be more distractions. Maybe you go into a conference room that's a little bit quieter, a private office where you can shut the door, and you're also remo removed uh, uh, from those various different distractions that can tie up in your own office, right? How about seeking the help of others? You know, we all have friends, mentors, people who have accomplished what it is that we're looking to do, but maybe are just a little bit timid. So we seek the help of others that can help us through that process. Another thing that Steele put together in his motivation equation was something called mental contrasting. And I found this super fascinating. You know, there's a lot of research that's done about, that, you know, about visualizing our ideal outcome visualizing it, you know, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, right? Thinking about it, visualizing it, see us, having us see that outcome that we want. But you know, my friends, what I found interesting about mental contrasting is that, you know, that contrasting part allows us the ability to not forget where we're at currently, to, to have a pulse on current reality, so then this way we can visualize the journey and then also see the obstacles that are going to fall in the, into our, our way in, a, in, in our way of achieving that goal. You know, we talked a little bit about limiting distractions and easier said than done, and that's that impulsiveness part of the equation. And Steele stated, believe it or not, and I found this, again, super fascinating, that if we increase... Our work inefficiency by 10%, i.e. removing those distractions or impulsiveness, did you know that we potentially can add one month's worth of work to our end result? And again, it's very simple. An increase in 10% of efficiency is as easy as limiting distractions. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you know, emails, ping here, ping there. My friends, we are living in a world that is inundated with these distractions. So let's limit those. Let's use maybe that Pomodoro technique, right? 25 minutes of uninterrupted time and save those others for that five-minute period. Let's increase the quality of our time. So in recapping real quickly, my friends, procrastination, we're not going to get rid of it completely. It's how can we address it? How can we handle it? It's saying to ourselves, okay, recognizing that we are procrastinating and not just being lazy. Number two, we get to the core as to why we're procrastinating. Okay, let's identify that. And then number three, let's put a plan in place to just attack it. Let's be good planners of our time. Create a list of priorities. Let's be good with our technique. Let's get rid of those distractions. And my friends, let's make sure that our numerator and that motivation equation is higher than that denominator. And if we do, we will find we will not only achieve our goals and increase success, but we will be watching ourselves grow, taking our lives to the next level, and doing the unthinkable. My friends, 
always a pleasure to meet with you. I appreciate your time. If you get a couple seconds and you feel inspired, leave a review. I appreciate you as always. Thanks for spending your time with me, and we will see you next time.